Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Runners World Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. And me, Ben Hobson. Today we're speaking with Minreet Carr about her new running club that's getting South Asian women running. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a very dynamic, interesting person. So it'll be a good interview. But um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, conversation because it's about South Asian women. We, we haven't, probably haven't talked enough about that that demographic really on on the podcast or in, or in the mag. But it's something that uh, that Minri's extremely passionate about, and some of the, some of the things she's going to talk about, the kind of challenges facing people in that community when it comes to running, I think are really interesting. So it'd be good to chat to her. Yeah, definitely. Great journalist too. Doing, yeah, a writer too. A yeah. writer too. So yeah, very much looking forward to. Speaking to Minri. Uh your own running Ben. What's going on? Um oh, I mean it's been it's it's been a whirlwind, Rick. It's been an absolute whirlwind. <laughs> uh I've been doing some more travel with work, which has been good. I feel a bit bad actually. So previous episode, a few weeks back maybe when this one comes out, was with the Green Runners and um that really sort of like stoked the fire of uh, environmentalism in me and then <laughs> within forty eight hours I was on a plane twice. So it 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 kind of it, it goes to show what can and should and isn't done in in terms of the day to day life and yeah it made me think like ah oh, you know what I may this is should I be doing this this journey for this bit of news yeah. from a running brand and um so yeah it, it I I have I have been um out and about so some new product and I've been doing a bit of running so yeah it was it's been good but my running's been fine mate you know the the build up to the the half the big half the, the you know our, our our podcast journey to the big half yep has begun got the uh got the kettlebells and the weights in the garden the other day and did <laughs> did some exercises that made made everything hurt for a few days so i'm you know it's, it's the usual sort of the usual sort of stuff runner does weights and is in pain for a few days so i th- feel like i'm progressing quickly <laughs> excellent well i think we've got um i think we've got minry on the line minry can you hear us at all i can Great. Thanks very much for, for coming on the Run As Well podcast. Uh, really interested to talk to you about um, your new running club and, and, and also some of the challenges that are facing South Asian women when it comes to, to running. So uh, can we talk about your own journey into running then? Because I know you're not a kind of lifelong runner, are you? No. <laughs> I'm a runner that started in her 40s much later <laughs> in life. So I actually, I mean, I, when I was at school, I, I very much, I think I was one of the fastest in the 100 metres race. I mean, I think if you remember that, the egg and spoon race and everything else that we did, I loved it then. And then after that, I just kind of stopped and didn't really enjoy it. But I would have to run because my dad is a skipping Sikh and he very much loves running. So, I, you know, I would go along to all these events, but I just hated running. And I think the last time I really did a run, and that was not 
even something I wanted to do or I didn't even train for it was a half a marathon with my dad back in 2018 which is just before the pandemic but I do remember I was really gasping for breath and and I think that was my last run where I thought this is just not for me I just never enjoyed it and then obviously the pandemic came along and um there was like the only thing we could really do was exercise from home or go for a run but again I didn't start running in the pandemic and then I think when we went through that first year so in 2021 so last year I think for me it was just I was a member at the gym and when things opened back up I went back to the gym and there was a friend of mine there Bob who was 73 at the time and he's so fit and so active and he he was talking to me in the sauna and saying I'd gone for a run and and I was just asking him about his running and I don't know I just had this voice in my in my head say well why don't I just ask if I can go for a run with him and and I did. And he said, yeah, come along. I think I'd seen him on Tuesday. He said, come along on Friday. We'll go for a run. And that was it. Literally last year in November. So in, in a cold, it was quite cold in winter. Um, I joined him for that first run. I think that first run. So this is the other funny thing. The first run was about 11K. So I literally <laughs> done no running. And I just thought, <laughs> I'll just give it a go thinking, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. And oh my gosh, Bob was like running 100 meters probably it. ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, he smashed it and he wasn't even out of breath. And I was just, oh God, I struggled. And I thought, I can't show him that I'm really struggling. He's like, are you okay? He kept checking up on me in the run. And I said, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and that was it. Then we started running three times a week together. And then from there, because obviously being from the South Asian community, I started sharing my posts online. And I had lots of women who had all of a sudden were like, can we come running with you? And I thought, oh, there must be a problem. Like there must be this gap there where women from the community just like me just don't enjoy it, don't really know much about it, don't want to do it on their own. And that that was how it started. You know, then a friend of mine joined me, Anita, who again, she said, I never thought I could do 10K. Then I had another friend of mine from the gym, Shano. She said, oh, I can't run. She joined us on a 5K. And it's just grown. Like, it's very much an informal club and it's an open club where I just say to people, look, I'm running. Do you want to come along? And so we just called it the Running Sisters Club. So it was a case of age is nothing but a number, but we're all just running sisters from the South Asian community. And that that's how it started. And it, like it's growing gradually, but it's very much not a planned run. It's just whenever we're all free. I like that a lot. The moment it becomes like a very official club thing, it maybe adds a bit more pressure. And if you're trying to enter into these things, you know, as, as a new runner, you can kind of feel a bit intimidated by organization <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> um when you talk to these other women and, and and you're on your run and sort of the things that you all discuss about how things that might have been barriers to getting into running what's what what are the main sort of issues when it comes to getting out and running for women in the south asian community i mean i think the biggest thing which is for all of us women is this you know the whole thing of the sarah everard mm. You know, and, and the other lady that was running, I think, early hours of the morning. And I, I think, I mean, that's the biggest thing. That has always been the biggest thing for me where I didn't really feel comfortable running on my own. And if I ever did run, say, I live um, not very far from Heathrow. So if I was ever to run, it would be along the Bath Road. And I just used to get so distracted by people horning at you. And you just see, like, men staring at you. And it's just really off-putting. So I think a lot of women, first of all, for South Asian women, firstly, it's wearing you know, the gym gear, we already don't feel very comfortable wearing that in a gym where people feel they just, you know, they just don't feel comfortable. So this thing of like body, they feel quite conscious about their body image. The other thing is just really, it's not a cultural thing that women in the community have done because women very much will go for a walk. They're not, they just think they cannot run or they find it 
you know, I think very much paranoid that if they are running, people are going to be staring at them and they don't feel comfortable. And then there's this whole thing of where in, a, in the South Asian community, we don't really have many role models and the role models we do have are all men. So it's the men that are out there running. We don't really see anyone from the South Asian community as women. In fact, I think on Twitter, I think it's only myself and one other lady who do share a lot, lots of stuff around running, but we don't really know of anyone else. So I think people just feel, you know, we they can't do it. You know, they don't want to do it on their own. That's the other thing. You know, they need that kind of push and encouragement. A lot of women, what I've found from my community, don't really want to go out alone. They want to go with somebody so that they can have a bit of a chat and a bit of that encouragement. Um, and exercise is not something that's very much encouraged in the South Asian community, especially not running. I mean, we don't have any kind of clubs where we say, look, you know, we're looking to get more of our you know, women to running, or I'm the one who's really started this just to say to people that look, come and join me for a run. Or if you're going on a park run in your area, then I'll come to you. I just think, you know, women just don't take running seriously, something they don't really enjoy. And I think people find it really hard. They think it's really hard. And I just, and I, it's funny because I think this is all the stuff that I really kind of thought. And now I'm, I love running. I feel addicted to running. And if I haven't run, it's literally like, you know, you feel like you haven't really had a bath, like something's missing. You know, when you've got a routine and you have something and you love doing something every day. And it's one of those things where I just think, I yeah, I would really, I really miss it if I'm not running. And I think that's what I'm trying to work at is getting women to feel what it, to see what it feels like for them when they run and to then slowly, slowly see, okay, if we build a community and do it together, then it's a bit more easier. But yeah, I think most definitely women just feel it's not for them. They can't do it. They need to be with somebody to run. You know, it's just, I think they feel people are going to run much faster than them. Oh, I don't want to be left behind, you know. And culturally, just about wearing the clothes that you wear and, you know, feeling a bit like, oh, people are going to start horning. Are they going to, yeah, that kind of stuff. It puts people off. Other than the kind of the physical benefits of regular running, which are, you know, are, are fairly well known, what, what else do you think running can provide people? Like, why, why do you think actually running is a good thing for, for people to get involved in? I think the community really that fact is it got it has a community feel and you can make lots of friends and meet lots of people and it's very good for networking so I find for example with the park run you know that's a free event you meet so many different people from all walks of life so for those that maybe are feeling a bit lonely or you just want to get away from maybe even their family you know like so many people because the covid has changed so much changed things so much that you know sometimes people are just looking for that companionship or friendship um you meet so many people then you meet such lovely people so I think it's just good for your mental health and your well-being that you are building a network of friends people that you can hang out with other than running people that are doing other activities so I think it's a very good social thing to run actually and and also a time to kind of in a way switch off and listen to your music if you want to you know like it's your time but it could be your time with your friends you know um you've mentioned park run and meeting people so I think I'd be amiss to to not mention your article in the independent <laughs> um and uh for anyone who hasn't read it it sort of centers around deleting dating apps and finding love at parkrun um and that's sort of it's it's actually it's a lovely uh, i mean i park we've talked a lot about parkrun and how it's brought together families and changed people's lives for the better and all this sort of stuff and and um yeah it's just kind of what what spurred you on to sort of write that feel write that piece and why particularly parkrun yeah, so the reason why I wrote that piece is because I had gone through a divorce a long time ago and I've been, um, I think I've been single now for about 14 years and it's been very hard to meet someone. I've met lots of people, but just people that you want to 
you want to find somebody you connect with and you've got things in common obviously you can it's good to be doing different things but one thing I think for me is very important is exercise um and I love running and I think that's what it was I had started then going to the park run and I just saw the community feel there how many people you meet and met lots of really lovely people who are friends of mine um and I think it was just that vibe that the park run has and I think that's why for me I thought actually this is a really good place rather than looking on dating apps where you know nothing about someone if you're at an event and you meet somebody there firstly you can get to talk to them in a very natural environment in the sense of it's organic you're just having a chat and it could be about your pb it could be about you how you got into running you know it could just be about how you are what they're up to on the weekend but it's very much a natural way to speak to somebody whereas on dating apps i think it's quite hard because you have to first of all you know you're looking at that photo you're looking at the profile and then you've got to start you're making that talk to each other. That can just, it just, I just think it's such a fraff. You've got to go through these steps and process. And then you don't even know if, you, if that person is really that person. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. You know, you hear, yeah, you hear so many horror stories. And I think I've never been an online dating person, even though I understand lots of people have met people and they're very happy. It's just some things are just not for certain people and they're not for me. So I was pushing myself to register. And every time I did and every time I went on to them, I just, you know, I would come off straight away. And I just realized now when I started the park run and I've got into running and fitness and all the other things that I am doing, actually you can join these clubs and you can meet such a world of lovely people who are doing all different things. Fitness is just one of those things, but actually it's nice just to be able to meet someone organically. And I think for me, I've always wanted to meet somebody very much in a natural way. And you know, like they say, you should, um, ah, what is it when they say you should, I don't know, my mind's gone completely blank now. You know when they say you should visualise and you should put it out there, what is it called? Is it the law oh, of attraction? Yeah, law of attraction. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the law of attraction. So I've had lots of people say to me, all right, you need to write down clearly what you want. And I thought, actually, you know, that's a really good idea. Lots of people do that. They write what they really want. They read it out to themselves. And lots of things have happened for them. And they say about the law of attraction. And I thought, because I'm all over the place, I do lots of things. Maybe that's what it is. I've never really been focused about what I'm really looking for. And I realised that the one thing I definitely do want is to meet somebody, you know, organically, whether that's at a park run, which would be great, or through another running club. So, you know, I think that's why I, I felt like I needed to write it, because I felt that I need to write down what I felt in an article. And then it was something I could reflect on. And then going forward, you know, that's what I need to really do. They are That is exactly what I'm going to stick to. I'm not going to go back on these dating apps. I love that. And I think a bit of a share, like a shared interest uh, in relationship. And, you know, I think hopefully a lot of people listen to this their partners will be runners and they may have met through running or it might be something that they kind of got into together it it makes it makes everything so much easier i think but at least at least someone to understand that the appeal of running i think that's um that's a lovely thing to have it in a in a relationship if you can have it um what else other than i mean obviously the running sisters club is great but it's it's possibly not it's not the the one solution itself more needs to be done doesn't it to encourage south asian women to run what else do you think needs to be to be done to make running seem like it's something for them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, I definitely think more needs to be done. And I think it's really a similar thing to say, you know, like we have the park run, which is for everyone. But I think what we need to do is have more community events taking place so within the community for example so me being from the Sikh community maybe we need to do more in the place of worship like the Gurdwara which have got grounds outside and maybe get people to come along and have like a fun run so you know at the end of it you get a prize but just bringing people in and they can bring their children so that's the other thing you can make it like a family focus and you come along with your children and then you know you run and your children run but I think the work needs to really be done within the community where we need to have um, make it accessible for them, make it feel safe for them, not to feel like, you know, some women don't really feel comfortable running in, in front of men. So maybe having more of these women's clubs um, and just, you know, kind of bringing them in slowly and making them feel a bit more comfortable and then, you know, encouraging them around the whole maybe education around running. Well, why is it good for you? What? Because that's the other thing. I think I've never really... I mean, apart from the fact that you lose weight, I guess that is one thing, actually. I don't see it as much, or maybe I'm not looking into it as much. What are the benefits of running? Would be really good, I think, maybe to kind of drum into people a bit more, because I never actually realised that when I put a, um, a stone of weight on, I was obviously in the pandemic. I mean, I wasn't doing lots of exercise, but I did some skipping, walking, and I realised I couldn't shift it. But what was funny was when I started running, I did actually have lost a lot of weight and a lot of people say oh you do lose weight from running and I'm like really I thought it was really bad because I have that's the other thing a lots of people think running is so bad for your knees and I know lots of people have had problems with their knees but I do think sometimes that oh it's bad for your knees really puts people off because I think that's what put me off you know so even that a bit of education around okay you know yeah it could be problematic for your knees if you are doing this and you're not doing this but actually if you're doing a gentle jog I think that's the thing education around running in itself would be so good to know well what is it good for what what you know what do you have to be careful of you know and I think maybe that would help people to take it on more because I always do hear from people oh you know I used to run but then my knees were and I think that's what put me off and I thought oh no I don't want my knees to go so I 100% agree we, we did a piece actually it was, was it 10 most googled running questions it's, it's an old episode and and I'd say about 50% of those of those top questions are kind of suspicious questions about running like is it bad for my knees you know will I will I drop dead on the run that kind of stuff it, it, it has a suspicion around it running and actually as an activity I'm biased, but I'm saying it's almost the best, undoubtedly the best physical activity that you can that you can do for yourself. Yeah, and it, and the the benefits are, are myriad. They're 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 so wide ranging. Um, but yeah, there's so there's so much suspicion around 
running and it and it, you're right it puts people off because like oh I don't, well, I don't, want to, don't want to ruin my knees you know I think it's what you touched upon as well it's hard running is hard. like when you first start running and it, not just as a beginner but if you've been injured and you come back to it or you know what you've had time away it's not one of those things that sort of is easy again very quickly and I think that that's another thing about it is that it's hard and you've got to kind of like really knuckle like down yeah and feel yeah. like uh, you know what this is going to be hard but it doesn't mean I should stop I just got to recognize that it's hard and then once you get into it and it becomes habitual and then you're suddenly like uh, and as you said now I have to go running because it's just it's just part and parcel of like my day-to-day kind of being it's just the, the education around it but yeah I, I think it's got slight sort of it's a bit of a stigma with running sometimes yeah, I think so. Um, you, you mentioned your dad, the, the skipping seek at the start. And I, we'd love to love to sort of hear a bit more. So can you tell us, you know, why, how, how he acquired that um, that nickname? So I take the credit for that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I named him Skipping Seek. <laughs> so what happened was when we went into, into the pandemic, into lockdown, um, my parents are very active and my mum still works. So I, I my mum, and I remember my mum saying, so my mum works at the airport and I remember my mum saying to me, and as a freelance journalist, actually, I was watching the news. I was at Channel 4 doing some work experience. And I said to my mum, the, the airport is going to close down. And she said, no, it's definitely not. That has never happened. I said, trust me. I said, the airport is going to close. We are going to go into a lockdown. She's like, no, no, that's not going to happen. And she was like, oh, my God, I don't know. If that happens, I don't know what I'm going to do because they're very active. I said, gyms are going to close and the airport. And you know, they're the two things my mum loves. She's very active. My dad, obviously, is not a gym member, but his thing is the allotment and he goes to the Godra, the place of worship so I knew that even the Godra, these that you know they were closed to the public and so I just thought oh it's going to be really hard because my parents are very active and they're not people who really sit at home they're you know they're very different to the norm of some of the Punjabi community who love their food and my mum and dad are very controlled in the food they eat and they love their exercise so they're not going to enjoy this sitting in front of the tv and, yeah, yeah. and you know <laughs> you know and not um, being able to do what they enjoy so when we went into lockdown, I remember I, within I think a week, I think it was, um, I had just woke up one morning and I had, obviously in that week, I'd seen lots of um, people doing things around the push-up challenge. And I just thought, oh, we see this every time. I find the push-up challenge so boring and not everybody can do that. It's quite hard. And so I thought, well, we've got a skipping rope. And we literally, at the time, we only had one skipping rope. And it's one rope that my dad has because my dad's the person that skips the most. I've never really been a big skipper either. So I thought, well, let's, yeah, let's start the skipping challenge. And it was a nice day then, because I remember we had really lovely weather then. And so I said to my dad, let's go to the allotment and let's start the skipping challenge. You're going to skip, I'm going to film you, and then mum's going to skip next, and then I'll do it. And let's get people to start skipping, because it gives them something to do. You're bringing back something that people don't really do much anymore. It's only really taught in schools, but there are adults who can skip. And maybe during this time, this could help them, because you can buy a skipping rope online, you know, they, and that's some form of exercise they can do. So I filmed my dad and I filmed and I, um, sorry, shared the video on Twitter that evening. And I remember it being a Monday because I was on my journalism course at the time. I should have been paying attention on my course. Instead, I kept looking at Twitter and I didn't have that many followers at the time. And the video was retweeted, reshared. And it just went crazy. I've never, people say about a viral video. I never experienced that until I shared my dad's video. And oh my gosh, it's just you you are glued I was glued to my phone thinking you know first it's a thousand two thousand it went up to seventy five thousand views wow and shares and retweets and likes and so then I then 
shared that story with somebody at Sky News and that's because I'd done some work experience there as well just before we went into lockdown and I just thought I'll just send it on WhatsApp and you know who knows and the editor said oh I love this story we're going to put it out tomorrow and so then they did they shared it and then obviously it got more traction and then my dad started doing um all these other exercises so you know you've got the I think it's the bar where people like push themselves up and kind of go the chin up bar or whatever it oh, is oh yeah 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 we've got that at home and my dad was like shall I show you this exercise and I was so scared because I thought oh god I've heard some really scary stories where the bar has dropped anyway he did that and then that went viral and then he picked up some tires and these were all ideas apart from the bar they're all ideas that I thought I'll just get my dad to do and Anyway, so the name the name Skipping Seek came because the, the video went viral and I thought, well, let's just name him Skipping Seek. He's then been known for that, but actually his exercises go beyond skipping. So, you know, he was lifting the tyre, he had some water cans, he was picking them up. And the, the idea for him was that there are things in your garden or there's things at home that you can use to stay active in this time. And that it just literally, the story just went everywhere. And he was on Good Morning Britain, <laughs> on the BBC, in CNN. It was a worldwide story. yeah. yeah. And he ran the marathon? Yes, and then he did his first full marathon. So then I thought, let me sign him up for the marathon. Um, and I thought, let me surprise him because he's always wanted to do yeah. it. And uh, I, so I did, and he got a place. And I think he was just in shock because he just looked at me thinking, uh, how am I going to do <laughs> what that? What are you signing up for? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, you know, do you want to see your dad like alive or what? And I thought, oh, God, I feel really bad. And then I thought, but I was like, you've always wanted to do it. I think it just took that time. I think what it was, I think it just shocked him a bit because my dad's always wanted to do the London Marathon every time he's applied he's never been successful so I think it was this thing of I mean I can't imagine if I'm if I was like my dad and I'm a keen runner that actually if somebody said to me look I've signed you up for the London Marathon and I've always wanted to do it you would be completely shocked so he was very much and then it took a bit of time for him to kind of digest it but the thing is he never trained that's the other thing he did it in six hours 52 minutes and that was because he was skipping as well as running and that was a good enough time he never trained for the marathon he's never trained for any marathon which I find really bizarre because I don't think I'm doing the full London marathon this year with him and I'm doing half and I could never not train for the full I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to do something of course most people I think most would yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but he never did yeah. and, he, and he came out at the end and he just looked everyone was like he just looks fresh as a daisy mm, it's amazing <laughs> amazing what a great story what a great yeah. story if people want to find out more about um, Running Sisters, Minri, where where can they go to do so? Yes, yeah, so they can go to my, I, I do everything on social media. Twitter's probably the best place, so MinCore5, and Instagram, actually, MinReachCore, because there I post between the two, and they can get in touch with me, and then I'm more than happy to just let them know when we're running, create a WhatsApp group, and, they, and, and I put it on there, and then they can come along if they're free. Great. Thanks so much for, for making the time to to speak with us on the Runners World podcast. Great to hear more about Running Sisters and, and of course, the Skip and Seek as well. Great story there. And uh, yeah, thanks very, very much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. So that brings us to the end of this week's Runners World podcast. A huge thanks to our guest, Minreet Carr, and to you, of course, for listening. You can subscribe to the Runners World podcast. You're listening to it right now. So just have a little nosy around in your app. Find the little button that says subscribe. Make sure you tap on it if you haven't done so already. I'm assuming you have because you're listening. Uh, you can also subscribe to the magazine. That's a great thing to do. It has 12 issues a year. It's not many magazines that do that anymore. So subscribe to that. Head over to the internet and uh, search Runners World UK subscription. And uh, yeah, pay your money to get your magazine. Um, and then that's it. Visit the website runnersworld.com slash UK. Uh, absorb some running information. Feel good about yourself. Go for a run. It's all upbeat, great stuff. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.